Here we are then with episode... You finishing up and you can then, mate. No, sorry, it was... Uh, Go on, just do it. Tales of Online Dating featuring Paddy and hosted by Adam Smith. This is my mate's Paddy podcast. Here we are with episode two of My Mate Paddy's podcast. Uh, the first episode was fantastic. Thank you for all your support uh, and all your followers and all you people that have been listening who are actually interested in My Mate Paddy's love life. Uh, if this is the first time you're tuning in, let me tell you right now what it is. It is about my friend Paddy. It's not his real name, but for legal reasons, we have to call him Paddy. Uh, and it's just basically his ventures on the dating world of online dating, social media, apps, uh, and we went into great depth on episode one uh, about uh, Tinder and Bumble, and we'll cover more with that. But we left you on a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of episode one about the first lady who made a mark on his online dating presence. So let's get him back in and chat to him. Paddy, are you there? Hi, mate. You're right. I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Sir. Good. So first of all, the response of episode one better than we planned, wasn't it, buddy? Yeah. 10 times better than what we planned to be fair. Um, I expected about five people to want to listen to it. And we got 10. (laughs) Last time I looked, we've got um, 50, so we've done all right, yeah. We're we're, we're going up and up. It just goes to show how many people are actually interested in hearing about other people's personal lives. Who'd have thought that, eh? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. At a time like this. At a time like this, indeed. So we spoke last time about your adventures online and setting a bar and, you know, the, the whole judgment and the mental uh, self-esteem uh, effect on it. Uh, we're going to talk now about the first woman who made an impact on you when you decided to get out there in the big, big world after a long term relationship. Uh, and you didn't even meet her on a dating site, did you? No, um, met on social media. Um, from my perspective of it, it was all kind of so. Basically, I decided to come away from from dating apps at that time, um, just because of a few things that, that had happened. Um, and I'd, I was having quite a few conversations with a few different people right. at that point, and I just messaged them and said, "Look, the situation is." this has happened and I'm not in the right place to to want to, to actually carry on. Mm. At the minute, I need to sort some stuff out and need to get things sorted and my frame of mind just didn't write. So kind of deleted the apps off the phone, put the numbers on block of the people that I was talking to and uh, yeah, just kind of came away from it. Um, rarely active on social media at the time um but then one thing kind of popped up and a response turned into a bit of a running joke and uh yeah suddenly this person sliding into my uh, DMs. dms online how was it to get your how, how i'll rephrase that how was it for you to be slid into instead of you sliding into others from from this from from Agnes. Um, yeah, so we have to it, remind you. It, it's we've called her for legal reasons, Agnes. Um, it was in... um. So when I started, I noticed her and I followed her, and then she followed back and like 
interacted over a few tweets and, and whatnot and some mutual interests, but there was nothing of a substantial. I'd always kind of liked her and thought she looked nice. So for her to then actually slide in and start talking to me, that was like that was great. Absolute buzz. Even for when, boost, I can imagine a, a uh, difficult time for you. Yeah, hundred percent. It was it was kind of like for as much as I wasn't looking for anything at that time, it was it was nice to have someone like that kind of come along and just kind of pick pick spirits up without at, at that stage even knowing of the situation that I was in. Yeah. Um. So it was it was a nice distraction from someone that I thought would never end up properly speaking to me as such. So Agnes came along on social media at just the right time by the sounds of it. Now at that point you already made the decision to kind of close off your internet dating from the other side. So do you think that maybe stands with the saying, don't look for love, let it look for you? Um. Yeah, I mean, potentially there is that there, isn't there? And there's no way that you could know. I mean, I might not have been in that situation and it might have still happened. Um, but I think if you try to force it, it's never going to kind of naturally come. And you might force yourself into being with someone or, or dating someone that actually you're not really interested in. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was quite nice to to have have that interaction with someone that, in that respect, I was actually genuinely interested in. Did it feel quite a relief as well, considering you've spent all this time on your phone, you know, flicking through judgmental to then settle all that and then go? Actually, I only have to focus on on one lady now. This is it. The rest can can go. This is just this one lady now that I'm focusing on. Um. It... Yeah, it it was because it was attention from someone that I wanted the attention from, even from the outset of being on like the dating sites and things like that. I'd followed her after joining the dating sites just through mutual interests that cropped up and sort of seen her posted on certain topics and stuff. So it was nice to have that and and have that interaction with someone that. I genuinely wanted it with and not have to worry about speaking to three, four, five different people to try and get that connection. It was a case that like the message dropped in late one night and we spoke for probably a good couple of hours that night into like the early hours and, and then sort of from there it was every day like wake up wake up to go to work, send them, send a message, get a message straight back and like we we could talk for through through message and like we spoke every day on Twitter for probably 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Bloody hell. That's a long time to talk to somebody. What what did you talk about? A lot just like because when you're obviously like when you're on Twitter it's it's just a bit Kind of like no one necessarily knows much about you other than a picture and 140 characters that you, you type about. So it was just a lot of getting to know each other, getting to to know what each other liked, what each other did, um, 
and kind of unbeknown to me she was going through a situation that was pretty similar to mine so we were able to support each other through those times which was nice because while I had mates around that were supportive and and there for me it was just more empathetic I think from her because she'd kind of gone through something very similar like a few months beforehand she knew the position that I were in and how I felt and how things were were for me from what I told her um so it was it was nice to have that that there and be able to have someone to to kind of turn to and have those conversations with without having to lay on to mates all the time and, and that sort of thing so yeah it was it was yeah there was a lot to talk about at the time so the dating sites are shut down, in your in your opinion, uh, at that point. The dating apps are closed. The numbers that you were talking to before are blocked. All this attention is going to this one lady. You started chatting. You were chatting for, like you said, 12 to 14 hours a day on Twitter. At what point then did it become more of, instead of characters, physical fit? At what point did it go from messaging to actually seeing each other? Like face-to-face, whether it be FaceTime or... So... The first thing that we did was FaceTime. Um, like it was, it was the build up to Christmas. So we both kind of like, and with things that were going on with with me, um, we I kind of said to her, I didn't want to do anything until all that was sorted out. Um, and with Christmas and spending time with family, it was kind of it was kind of hard anyway to to even try and plan to meet up. So we'd we'd probably spoke for two weeks on Twitter, um, then gave each other the numbers numbers, um, texted for a bit, and then yeah we um, we like jokingly kind of um, said oh that's FaceTime, and then just kind of kept FaceTiming and she was like, no, no, I look a mess and I'm like, shut up, don't be daft. That's just FaceTime. Eager beaver there, Paddy. Yeah, but, but like, at that time, because I wasn't looking for anything and because I'd kind of said to, to this, to, to Agnes that she was like, I, I, I thought she was catfishing me. Right. So you um, wanted to see that she was real so and I not wanted, somebody yeah, with a tash. Yeah. So yeah, so it was a case of doing it because I wanted to have like just confirmation that I was speaking to the person that was in the pictures, which was daft. But then, like for me, the way it all started was just something that's never happened before. So it was all kind of like, oh yeah, but you could have got these photos from anywhere. You know, and you watch Catfish and you know about reverse imaging and stuff like that, but you don't think about doing it at the time. You just carry on talking and having that interaction. Um, so I think the first, the third, the, the first FaceTime was Christmas Eve. Oh, um, you're making it sound yeah. like a proper Christmas movie that Disney just passed on. Yeah, I definitely ended up passing on. Um, and it was, it, but it was nice, like for as quick as things were moving in the sense of that 
it it was intense in the way that we'd speak constant we could speak constantly all day every day by text occasionally on the phone um like everything just felt really natural really nice and just steady away then after um new year we met up had a had a day out um locally few drinks bite to eat that sort of thing um, oh you you again, romantic you yeah i mean it was it was lovely we, we met like midday um now before you give the itinerary of the day that happened which i know you're eager to tell us every detail of what you want what she ate what you ate what color socks you were wearing so the first facetime um what all our listeners right now wanting to know paddy were you dressed were you clothed yes everything was there was, was no a... like sexy santa outfit or anything going no, on no no because at that point we're not kind of nothing like that had even kind of happened it, it wasn't kind of we'd not not that we'd not progressed to talking about that but it was it was all kind of very much it, it was kind of off the cuff kind right. of thing so it, it wasn't planned it was and to be fair it's not that's not something that i'd expect at all especially kind of when i've never actually seen this person before um and the, the kind of thought and the, the idea behind this was i was going from potentially never having another relationship because that was my mindset to then potentially having my mind changed all in six months yeah while going through probably one of the worst times i've i've ever been in um so it was all a bit kind of let's just see where this goes see what happens how has this even happened how has this come about so yeah there was there was none of none of that none of that kinky shit no no you were gutted. i bet you were gutted no whatever um, no because like it's all different. those so, all those accidental FaceTime calls that you tried to do hoping to catch her just walking <laughs> out of the shower or something. You're not fooling no, it's me, Paddy. Like, no, because like because it meant it, it felt like it meant more. That kind of thing was just it 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 one not that it wasn't important and that you didn't talk about it, but it wasn't something at that time that I thought, ah, this is what I want to happen a lot of it was down to the fact that just really enjoyed talking to her she was just really easy to talk to um and like i say at that time the support that she gave was so much better than than anything i could have asked for um so yeah it, the the, fa- the the first first time was purely just to make sure that i wasn't being catfished obviously you talk about catfishing when you first saw her on FaceTime, how did she compare? Not that we're comparing her, but was she a true likeness of what she'd actually portrayed herself to be on social yeah, media? Yeah, 100%. Well, that's good. That's like, a rarity from what we were talking about in episode one. Yeah, and like, in fairness, like, so in the pictures, she looked nice, but 
in oh. fair, in in fair, in FaceTime and in person, she looked so much better than than the photos did just this far. Um, yeah. Oh, Paddy, you are going to have so many women wanting you. It's a shame you're going to have to keep your identity secret for so long, aren't you? <laughs> Think of all those yeah. people now, those romantic lines that you're coming out with, going, no, I didn't want to see her naked. I'd rather just go out for a nice coffee. And she looked beautiful. You smooth, mm. you. You've been taking lessons from Buble. Um, so you, you did your first FaceTime, uh, and that went on probably through Christmas. Uh, and then you got into the new year, and then you, w- at what point did you go, we have to meet now? We've seen each other. We have we to go decided, to We decided before Christmas. So I want, we said we both wanted to meet up. And we both wanted to look at doing it as soon as possible. Um, meet up. with the things. Yeah. Meet up, yeah. Sorry. Don't mind, do you? <laughs> um, but with everything that was going on, it just, there wasn't a convenient time before after new year for me um, well christmas is one of those times of the year where you time just you lose track of it so you got to the yeah. new year uh and then you think right this is it we we need to go on a date now uh did you put the first foot in motion were you like we need to meet or was she more we've got to meet so she said to me like over christmas i want to meet up i want to see you and that to me was was a weird concept as this last year who's Slid into the IBMs to make a joke about something that had happened um, that I'd always liked. The, the look of, the way she talked, the things that she talked about. Now saying to me, I want to see you. So like, for me, that was like, great stuff. Yeah. I'm free in 20 minutes, where should we go? Yeah, yeah literally, like that, that was the whole, for me, it was like, if I weren't in the situation and, and the place that I were in, it would have been like, I'll come pick you up. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I'll be there in 20 minutes, whatever. We'll take a drive um, on the moors. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it just, it, it, it couldn't happen because I wasn't in the right frame of mind and it just wouldn't have been the right time. So when it was suggested, we were like, well, let's do it as soon as we can in the new year. Um, and yeah, we agreed. We agreed the time, a day, and and that was it. Yeah, we we both kind of said this week, this this weekend works for me. And then whatever time is best for for you to sort stuff out, you meet me. You tell me where you want want to meet me, because like the thing is, like and I, I've said this to to different people, but for me when. When I'm arranging to see someone, I would rather it be somewhere where that person feels comfortable instead of somewhere where I feel comfortable because I think meeting someone who you've spoke to maybe for a week, two weeks from an online dating site, it's a bit of a daunting thing. So to then to then have that person have to leave maybe the town they're living or an area where they're comfortable. Again, is another daunting thing. So I just think it's easier to say, I'll meet you wherever you want to meet. Um, so we, we met up where she wanted to meet, um, went, went out for the day, had a long round, um, went for a few drinks, 
the back to eat a few more drinks. Um, went to watch a movie. Um, and then, yeah, that, that was it. Like, But before we knew it, it was like it had gone from dinner time to midnight. Oh, like so romantic. It was, just, it was like, I've not really joked much because, like, for me, it, it, there wasn't, it was fun. We had a great time um, for everything that she'd done. It, again, as well, like, so much, like, so grateful to her to help through. Do I think that? Ultimately, people come along to serve a purpose for so long. Yeah. And I think she came along at the time where I needed someone like her in my life. And she helped through it. Um, and I couldn't ask for any more, really. She sounds like she was great for you. Uh, but obviously, it didn't transpire to anything which we'll go into uh, further on in the episode. But um, we do like the way that you come across as quite a gentleman in this. Because, you know, at this moment in time, nobody knows who you are. You've gone through a difficult time. You've come out of a relationship. Uh, and you come across as this gentleman. So, obviously, people don't know what they're missing with you, Paddy. Um, but to, to, from that first time that you logged on to a, a, a dating site to the time that you were probably bricking it, ready to meet her on that day before you met her at lunchtime or whatever, how would you summarise that bit there from going on social... That's it, coming out of a relationship and going, I'm getting out there, I'm downloading Tinder Pro, I'm super swiping everything that doesn't have facial hair, to going, it's 5 to 12, I'm about to meet this amazing lass who ticks all the boxes, I'm shitting myself. How would you summarise that bit in between? A mixture of, like, whirlwind, excitement, a buzz to just nothing really like to that moment of, of waiting to meet her for back to excitement joy happiness I, I guess going back to kind of a bit where you, you said earlier you weren't looking for it is it a case of if you don't look for it you, you, you're likely to find it potentially but then I also think when you're not looking for it and you do come across it it, it feels more it feels better because it, it is a bit more generic it isn't it doesn't feel like it's been so like on that first night of messaging her to meet her it was just pure joy like there wasn't a day where I kind of thought I can't be asked with her do you think it was natural did you were you yourself yeah did you find it quite easy to be just paddy yeah like 100% like you know and, and I'm not like don't get me wrong, I can be total gent, but I will, I won't let that deter me from being who I am. So if she said to me, oh, we can go on a date, but then I don't want to see your friends, well, no, that sort of shit doesn't happen. You know, if, if someone was like... And it shouldn't date, work either way either. No, exactly. And it, it's a case of, she wanted something or had said something or was wanting me to act a different way, then I'd, I'd be honest and I'd be like, no, that doesn't happen. And again, like I said, it, you know, it works both ways. I wouldn't expect her to, to change anything that 
that she did for me. Um, so yeah, you know, it was the, the very start going on the apps, it was like an absolute buzz. Like I've said before, you know, you like you've got people who you've never met before. You've just come out of a relationship and you're getting notifications that someone's someone's liked you or someone's matched you there. And it's great, it's buzz, it's fantastic. You talk to these people, you might exchange numbers and talk on the phone and stuff like that. And again, you're buzzing, it's, it's, it's great. You think, yeah, someone someone else or these people see the, the thing in me that I'm, I'm not like Shrek. I'm not like done for and thrown on the scrap heap and you know, so it is nice. But then you kind of a lot of the time then through that up to speaking to, to, to Agnes it was just a bit like what's the saying is it wash rinse repeat or something like that it was just kind of things had happened and you might get on a date or you might arrange a date and it might fall through and it kind of got to a point where the apps became a bit stale so that that buzz and that excitement kind of just weaned off a bit and then there'd be days where I just wouldn't go on anyway just because I'd be doing other things before we were locked down um so it was it it was just like yeah you'd just be like no someone's liked me great and you were just like it just becomes meaningless because it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything. All it means is someone's judged you on six, seven, eight, nine pictures and gone. Yeah, this guy looks all right. But it doesn't mean that it's gonna go any further than that. It doesn't mean that you're gonna have a conversation and it's gonna go anywhere or you're gonna meet them or anything like that. I mean, I was speaking to to one last for probably weeks. Um, and she lived maybe about 45 minutes away. Um, and we'd be like, yeah, we'll, we'll have to meet up. Yeah, yeah, and, and never did. Um, so you kind of get used to that. And then when you get the bit in between where you just go, I don't want to go on. I'm not going to go on because it, it, it's all just a bit shit, a bit boring, a bit samey. And so you, you do, you kind of, even like subconsciously, you kind of think, I'm not going to check the app today. I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to bother. It doesn't matter. It's fine. So then, yeah, so then back there, then to that point where that happens, where she slides into the DMs and it's like, ah, something new's come along and this is something that I'm not looking for. It's something I'm not trying to force, but yet it's here. It's in front of me happening and it's all natural to that day of meeting it was just that day of meeting well the night before it was like christmas eve all over again do you think that the the trials and tribulations that you went through on dating sites and apps you know like you said there that oh, i can't be bothered i'm getting a message from somebody or oh, she's hot is she real uh you know etc etc do you think that prepared you for this date 
with Agnes in when obviously coming out of a relationship, this was your first serious date after a long-term relationship. And, you know, that's it's a lot of pressure on something. Yeah, it is. And I feel like a lot of the time when talking to her, I over the phone, I would, I would say, you've, you've absolutely flipped the, my world upside down because I've gone from thinking I don't want anything like this to thinking I do want this now. I, I don't know whether previous experiences online helped that decision or if that was just that person. I guess the only way of knowing that would be comparing to other dates and there's not really been anyone that's from like the people that I spoke to and, and gone on dates with that excited me the same way she did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a bit, it, it, it's hard to compare it to, or to say that, that the, the past experiences helped. You, you just went and you were yourself. Yeah, ultimately. Like, like I wasn't trying to impress with anything that I was doing when I was talking to her. I mean, ultimately, like the only time I was trying to impress was the very first time I spoke to her. And I'd kind of left the conversation open so it could carry on the next day. And I I'd purposely done that because I said to her, Clever. I didn't want to end the conversation on a closed topic that we couldn't carry on speaking. So I wanted to have something there that keeps speaking purposefully for days on end. So it, it was just nice because it, it didn't, there was no pressure initially for it to be anything other than it starting off as a chat and then kind of realizing that she liked me was yeah it was it was it was great so that pressure I thought that that then put pressure onto anything because that's what, what in my head I was hoping would happen anyway so and again it all just kind of felt natural and everything just kind of felt ready to to move in that way. Now, out of curiosity, you mentioned that you said that you had no intention of dating. You thought you'd given it up. That was it. Um, where would you see yourself that day that you were due to meet her if you weren't chatting to her? What would you have been doing? Sat at home, scratching yourself, watching telly? Yeah, pretty much. I don't looking think looking at been... buying cats? Yeah, I don't think there's been much to do. I think, ultimately... Go on, you go get yourself just... a drink. Go on. I am doing you, I'll, reply to, I'll reply to my text. Go on. I think ultimately. Yeah. What are you drinking? Corona? No, Disarana. Classy. It's all that's open. Um, I forgot what the question was. Do you know what? It sounds like you're having a piss. It's right. They know I'm making a drink. Are you, are, you, are you feeling classy tonight, Paddy? Are you oh, putting ice in it? No. What have I'm you done? I thought I had more Pepsi and I don't. <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got a quarter of a glass full of this around and Oh, no, it's just made, just about made there. Mm, fucking idiot. It's be lovely. Welcome back, Paddy, from getting a drink. Thanks for uh, coming back from your kitchen. It's a, it's a lovely kitchen, by the way. It is. It's nice. Um... It's a very Let's, strong drink, though. Well, we heard. 
I still think you pissed in it. That's what I heard. <laughs> um, let's talk about that first date. You went and you said it was just so natural. Talk us through what happened that day without going into details and telling me what she smelled like and stuff like that, because that's just creepy. So we met, we, we kind of said what we wanted to do that day in terms of meeting up, having a drink, just generally having a bit of a chat to get to know each other a bit more and just feel a bit more comfortable and just then kind of see where it went, how things progressed before kind of committing to saying, let's go do X, Y, Z. So we went for a drink, had a few drinks in the bar, um, uh, moved on to a different place for a few uh, for another drink, um, played a bit of golf, had a bite to eat, went for a couple more drinks, went and watched a movie, and then yeah, it was like I said, by that point then it was. It was near enough midnight, and like the day just, the day just totally gone. Like you know, it, it was there was no kind of looking at the time and thinking, you know, fucking hell, can I go? It, it was all just like yeah, the the time just seemed to fly by, and when when we left, it, it was a bit, it was a bit like shit, as if that's been all day for me. It was. I can't believe I've just spent 12 hours with this person. Right, enough, of the, enough of the soppy stuff. I can't cope with it. And, then, <laughs> and the listeners are all wanting to know one thing. What happened at the end of the night? Um, just a kiss. Just a kiss? Was, what, on the kiss cheek, on night. the hand, on the forehead? What, do you, what are you no, doing on, nowadays? On, on the lips. Right, on the with lips. or without tongue? Uh, I probably have the world's shortest tongue, so... For me, it was without. That's not a revelation. <laughs> you know Gene Simmons. <laughs> I'm a gentle. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I, I think I've got a six pack, but I've got the world's smallest tongue. <laughs> yeah. It's not the. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> That's made my fucking night that. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. Um So yeah, I have I have <laughs> the word shortest tongue, so no there was no tongue from me. Um Well there might have been, she just might not have felt it. Just might not have felt it, no. But it was that like we'd we'd kinda of gone through the day and you can tell, can't you, when both of you thinking this needs to happen because if yeah. it doesn't happen. What, what, what are the this, signs, Paddy? Just the way that someone is around you, you know, someone very affectionate, especially kind of the fact that this is the first time we've met each other and it all feels really comfortable in the fact of putting your arm around someone, holding hands, taking the taking piss out of each other and having a laugh, that sort of thing. And it all felt really comfortable. But it was a bit like, do I make the first move? Does she still like me like that? It, would she would she be fine when we're doing that in public? Should I, shouldn't I? And uh, like, she'd given me a kiss on the cheek as we went into the first bar. And as we were waiting to play golf, we were sat down and she was like, what do you keep looking at me for? Like that. And I like, because I want to, I just don't know if you want me to. 
Oh, I feel like Ronan Keaton should write a song for this. Yeah, he should do. He should. Um, so, as, as romantic as that is, and it is cute and it is, it is sweet, uh, we are coming to the end of uh, this episode and we've got into a great deal over Agnes. It's been fantastic. And I think if anything from this episode, Paddy's got a small tongue. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> Um, so we already know that it didn't go to plan. You had a date, you maybe had some more dates, but something happened, didn't it, that went from being this is amazing, fantastic, to this to, is this is shite. To be fair, it didn't go to shite. It, it just kind of ended. So we had a second date. Um, that was nice, nice time. So we got on really well on the second date. So she she tried to steal my hoodie, um, but that wasn't happening. Um, and then from that second day, it, it kind of just unravelled a bit. So there was stuff that she was going through and, and there were things that made it harder for her and, and made things complicated for her that she had to deal with and things that were going on with her that she needed to sort out that she didn't want to, to involve me in, not because she didn't like me, but just because she didn't want to have me to have to go through it. So then it became a bit more distant. It became a bit harder to uh, speak and seeing each other. And it just then, we kind of just said, look, this, is, this isn't the right time, is it, for you? It's not, it's not ideal. And she was like, no, it really isn't. Um, so we just fizzled out. And, and that's how it ended. Um, we... Don't really speak now, um, which is a shame. Uh, but it, it wasn't. It's not because we fell out or we had crosswords with each other. I just think that's the nature of of life. Sometimes that you lose touch with a lot of people, don't you? That you don't really have much long term connection with. And although it was quite an intense period of time in that probably six weeks where we went from talking for 12, 14 hours a day to just nothing. It felt like it was a lifetime. The amount that I got to know about her, the amount that she got to know about me. And it was, it was, it was lovely. There was, there was nothing that I would look back at and think, I wish I'd done this different. Although she'd strongly disagree because of some of the conversations that we had um, around the stuff that I said. But that's more just me as a person and the fact that I, I, no, I, I'm I not the sort of person that would rush anything um, once at a time. And, and she was like, that was a bit concerning for me because I didn't know what you were after and if you want that serious. So there were bits that I kind of learned and picked up not to say or to say differently. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, no, it was just a case that that's, that that was the way it ended, just because there were things that she needed to sort out that she wanted to do on her own. And fair play to her, she didn't want to drag me into that and, and make me part of that, which I was, you know, don't get me wrong, if she wanted, if she wanted me to be part of, I'd have 100% been there and been behind it and, and dealt with whatever it was that she needed me to deal with. But fair play to her, she was like, the stuff that you've gone through, you just don't need any more shit right now. Um, and that's how it was then. We were, we were like, yeah, fine. 
So we've spent the whole episode talking about Agnes and how she came into your life, how she left your life or fizzled out of it. Um, what can we look forward to in episode three of My Mate Paddy's podcast? So whoever it is, we obviously have to give them a, an alias name beginning with B. So who is she and what, what can we look forward to? Well, I think we should maybe more, more generalise and maybe use B to talk about Bumble. Bumble? The people and the connections from Bumble, um, which has a few various different people. Um, and we'll probably have to make names up as we go along. Um, but I think B for Bumble would be a great start. B for Bumble. I look forward to that in episode three of My Mate Paddy's podcast. Paddy, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much for being so open. Uh, it's definitely never going to get images of you kissing a woman with your small tongue out of my head. Um, wish that would have been said. Uh, see you on the next episode, buddy. And for people that have um, just tuned in or want to know more about my mate Paddy's podcast, where can they catch it all? Everywhere. Um, there is the Apple Podcast. Um, it's on Spotify, Acast, iTunes, no, not iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Um, it's on the blog site, mymatepaddy.com. Um, and it should, should, as far as I know, and I might need to check this, but you should be able to also get it on Deezer and on Google android's version of apple podcast yeah and of course stay up to date with us on twitter as well uh, the twitter yeah. handle is paddy at it's my mate paddy paddy take it easy mate stay safe and uh, we'll talk about bumble in episode three look forward to it mate see you man cheers <laughs>